It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the fall. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est bon. Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. pour les Canadiens. Le 23e de l'histoire. You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Aaron Arrow, the sick podcast on this Friday, September 22nd. It is 10.01 p.m. The sick podcast brought to you in part by three major partners. Brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. These guys right over here, La Bitta TV, offer quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bitta TV, embrace your true nature. I went to a, uh, a grocery store uh, in Villa Sal a couple of days ago and, uh, you know, a, a big chain grocery store. And uh, I made my way to the, uh, the beverage section. And there you have it. La Bitta TV, we're there. And you can find them in all major grocery stores in Montreal. Also brought to you in part by Playground, over 600 machines. Have you been to Playground before? I have several times. And I had absolutely no idea that it would be what it was until I actually went in. And now I'm kind of hooked. You know, when you're looking for that place that is, okay, you know what? I got some time tonight. I want to go out. I want to have a good time. I want to do something a little bit different. Where can I pass my time? Uh, You can pass it at Playground. Poker tournaments, Playground, casino games, daily promotions, unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else is the question. By the way, you should see some of their pricing in terms of meals. Uh, the, the the bang for your bucks, unbelievable. They're located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. They are playground. By the way, when you go on Saturday nights at around 10 p.m., they roll out the sweet table. Yeah, there is a sweet table for everyone who's there to indulge in. 
pretty safe to say that it's uh, a place I like to go to on Saturday nights. And also brought in part by Energy Transportation Group. If you're looking for a place to work, I have to tell you, Mike Cinquino, Sean Gerard, David Grassi, the operation they run is absolutely unbelievable. Their staff has been there for the longest time, and that's the sign of a great company and a company who has people running it that know how to treat their employees because they never want to leave. And so they end up giving you 120% of their ability, and that's why uh, they have the success that they have. They're, uh, once again, a leading full-service logistics provider. They serve all of North America. They are driven to be different. It was, once again, another day of camp for the Montreal Canadiens. Tomorrow will be day three, and then, well, you know, day one was a day of physicals, and then day two was actually day one on the ice, and then day three was day two on the ice, and tomorrow will be day four, which will be day three on the ice, and um, Sunday will be day five, which will be day four on the ice, and that will be the red versus white intra-squad that they have. Speaking of which, uh, Grant McCagg has told me that he's going to be making his way down to Montreal for that. He's going to cover it, and then he'll be in on Monday night with Shane Gaumont. And to tell you the truth, I'm going to be in Florida next week, and I'm going to be hosting the podcast on the Tuesday and the Thursday because the Canadians are playing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday nights. And I'm not sure if I'll be watching or not. I mean, I'm not going to come on if I didn't watch the game. But I'll come on the next day because the next day I'll have watched the game for sure by the time I go on. So uh, I think uh, Shane Gaumont will be in twice next week, Monday and Friday. Matt O'Hain will be in on Wednesday, and I'll be in on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, I'm not normally in on Fridays, but I'm here tonight filling in for Matt O'Hain. Uh, if I, before we get to Marc-André Perot, if we can bring in Agnello and Sammy Cavallaro right before we start here and we talk Montreal Canadiens hockey with Mapper of TV Aspar. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Tony? Long time no see. Listen to me and listen to me carefully. Yep. When we started this whole operation and yep. you approached me, I said, look, I'm all in, but I need Fridays off. And you said, why? I said, because I'm, I've reached the point where it's quality of life for me. I don't mind giving you 150% of myself Monday to Thursday, but on Fridays, I want to be off. Is that the way the conversation went down? Yes or no? That's exactly the way it went down. Fantastic. At that point, You said, well, who can we bring in, bring in on Fridays? And I said, well, I used to work with this guy, Matt O'Han. And you know what? Uh, uh, we, we, we had reached out to him. He reached out to us. There was a little bit of going back and forth, this, that, whatever. Uh, he wanted to get back in the game. We were happy to have him. So that's the deal. He does Fridays. So I went through my agenda today. I've worked more Fridays than him. So what does that tell you? It tells me that I'm getting the short end of the stick here. What's going on here exactly? Or you might have maybe met the wrong guy. He, well, you, I mean, you told me that I had a great life because I worked Monday to Thursday. I'm realizing that the guy who's got the great life is Matt O'Hayan. Yeah. This guy truly lives the way I dream. Just knowing me, Sammy, Mapper, already have a great life. Without further ado, okay, have a great night. Let's bring in, from TV Aspar, Marc-André Perot. Whoa! <laughs> Well, he's not wrong. Yeah, what's going on with you? Life is good. Just got yeah. back from the Olympics uh, against Drummondville. Oh, yeah? Do you like going to watch uh, games in the queue? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I have friends uh, in the Olympics organization. Great, okay. great rink. The Slush Puppy rink. Great, great team. Just a great organization. So Now, yeah, you, put, now you put a slush in my head. Like, there's nothing better than, like, 
My son. It's, All that it's sugar and like those 8,000 calories. It's just, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it's like pure joy in What's your favorite flavor? It, you have, it's like all mixed. Oh, everything red. mixed. Hey, yeah. Like the rainbow thing type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's, well, uh, officially it's for my son, but. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I like them all. Oh, I know the blue is very popular. Yeah. But some nights I'm in the mood for the red. And there some nights I'm in the mood for, you know, which one I really like? Orange. Oh. Yeah. That's, like I uh, really like orange slush puppies, and I really like orange Mister Freeze. It's the best thing about slush. You can cheat on a color, and then you come back, and it's all yeah. good. The good thing about it is the second it runs out of juice, you just add like a little bit of water, and your okay. glass is kind of like full again. It's never the same as it was at the beginning, type of thing. Exactly. But anyway, all yeah. right, okay. So who won the <laughs> hockey game? I was one nothing uh, Drummondville when we left because uh, popcorn was empty. Uh, same thing with slush, and you know, at one point it was what eight thirty, and you know, so not me, but my son. So. Oh, really? Eh? Okay, yeah. okay. So Listen, was thanks for, thanks for doing this on a Friday night, man. I appreciate it. Uh, it's my pleasure. It's I, oh, good. I, I charge double, as you know. On the, hey, don't worry, but it's not my money. It's Yellow's money. What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming out of my pocket. No, no, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It's always right. fun to have a okay. chat with you, my friend. Okay, very, very good. Thank you. And I feel the same way. There's a lot to talk about at camp. A lot. Uh, I have to tell you, he's not here to, 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 to speak up, but he'll be here on Monday. Uh, Graham McCagg kind of shocked me. Uh, I oh. think it was yesterday. Again? He kind of shocked me. And by the way, I understand his reasoning. Okay. So what he was doing is he, I think he was saying something like, okay, the Canadians are going to work on duos. Suzuki yep. and Caulfield will be a duo. Doc and Monaghan will be a duo. Mm -hmm. um, Newhook will likely play center at the very least until Dvorak comes back. Exactly, yeah. And Anderson and Slaff will probably be a duo. So what he was doing is he was going through a whole process of elimination formula. Yep. And it led him to putting Brendan Gallagher first line right wing with Suzuki and Caulfield. When I saw Gallagher first line right wing with Suzuki and Caulfield, I said, no, it can't be because Gallagher's career is actually, it's, it's with all due respect, it's it's more of on a downward spiral instead of, of an upward yeah. swing, right? So I mean, he did have first line duty with Dano and with Tatar several years ago, but he's no longer that player. He's no longer a thirty goal scorer, and I believe that for Gallagher to be more effective, mm -hmm. less is more. The less he plays, I believe, the better he'll play. I know he would disagree with that because yeah. he's a very proud competitor, and that's well, fine, and I understand that. It's like Eric Belanger was saying, uh, uh, I think it was last week, was telling me he was 35 years of age, and he still thought he, he could be a first-liner. But, you know, it's it's obvious that, you know, at some point he, you get caught by your yeah. age, and it's the same with Gallagher. And now do you really, I mean, if if you're about to, you know, put that type of player with Caulfield and Suzuki, 
Yeah. I mean, Raphael Harvey-Pinard is your man, right? Yeah. Uh, Eric Belanger, by the way, had a great heartfelt conversation with uh, Maxim Lapierre and Guillaume Latendresse of La Poche Bleue. These are the interviews that I love. The interviews that are a chat, that are heartfelt, mm -hmm. that are deep. More so than these, I ask you a question, you give me an answer, and it's kind of like robotic, and it's kind of like predetermined. Unfortunately, I find there's a lot of that in the media nowadays, and there's not enough of these heartfelt conversations. And I thought that uh, LaPierre and LaTondresse did a great job of having a heartfelt conversation. And the guy who did the best job out of, out of all of them, really, was Eric Belanger, the way he opened up. And he, he talked about coaching, and he thought he was going to love it, but he had lost his internal peace. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was great. It was really, really good. Really good. I like Eric, yeah. I like Eric Belanger a lot because he's well, a, he's, form, he, he's a he's former honest. NHLer. Correct. Yeah who's as honest as they come. Exactly. Now, I want you to hear me out on this one. There's a lot of former NHLers. There's a lot of former athletes. They play the game. The game, the game is never say anything bad about the home team. Uh, never say anything bad about a GM. Never say anything bad about a TD. Never say anything bad about a sporting director. Never say anything bad about a coach. Never say anything bad about a player. And uh, their career seems to advance because they get in the good books and this and that and whatever and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it happens in every city. And every now and then you come across a real one, like an Eric Belanger, who says, you know what? I'm going to say what I think. Exactly. And if it offends somebody, it offends somebody. And, yeah. you know, respectfully, I, I think I'm like that. And maybe that's why I really like that he's like that too because there's not too many people that are like that. It takes balls to be like that because there's going to be some doors that are going to be closed in your face along the way. But if you're confident in your ability and you say, you know what, if they want to close the door on me, they can do whatever they want. I don't care. I mean, I won't starve. I'll well, find he, work somewhere. And uh, I like Eric Belanger. I like he, he backs his, what he says. And, you know, he, let's just for an example, he's really not sold into – Yurai uh, Slavkovsky, and he is not shy of saying it, even if it's not sexy in Montreal in the last year to say that, you know, Slavkovsky might not be what you guys think. So, anyway, it's just an example. Now you look great. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you say that because Slavkovsky scored a goal today. He did. But, he did. But at the end of the day, if you would ask members of the media, and at the end of the day, it's only Marty St. Louis' opinion that really counts. Well, his and Kent Hughes and Jeff uh, Gordon, I guess. But he didn't look overly comfortable. And Slavkowski, you know what I find positive about Slavkowski? What? Is that his weaknesses are so glaring that everyone knows what he has to work on. That's a good point. That's a good point. To like, me, I, I, I just can't believe he did not go to Laval last year. And I agree with you. To me, it's to me. You know what? It, you know what I think, Mapper. You know what I think. What there was so much talk going into the draft, and there was so much controversy as to whether or not they were picking the right guy. Because I think yeah. most Canadians fans thought they were picking right. And I know. Look, I could be wrong on this one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to tell you that they didn't send them to Laval because 
they thought they would be questioned if they did and it would mm -hmm. make everyone look bad but i wouldn't be surprised if it was part of the equation they did the same with kk uh Galchenyuk. If, if i'm not yeah yeah that was i was about to say if i'm not mistaken galchenyuk as well it seems all like, three were rushed all three were rushed yeah exactly and i, I i'm I don't know if I can say that Slavkovsky is rushed because he was so mature physically, but I, I just... Yeah, but I he mean, wasn't developed hockey-wise. Yes, he was exactly. mature physically, but because he was so mature physically, yeah, um, he, was, he, was, he was weakened from a hockey perspective. Mm -hmm. Like Slavkovsky, look, and I don't want anyone sending me hate mail. And by the way, if you do want to email me, Tony at the sickpodcast.com, it's always a pleasure to read your emails. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is a disclaimer here, okay? I'm not throwing a 19-year-old under the bus. I'm gonna have of all the patients not. in the world, but at the same time, we have to basically say what we see, okay? <laughs> Slavkovsky has a hard time handling the puck. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's not throwing a kid under the bus to say that at 18 years of age, he should have maybe spent a few months in the AHL. That's not throwing him under the bus. I mean, it's He's just normal that he has weaknesses. He, yeah. he could be playing for uh, the Olympics or for Drummondville. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. that young. Of course. So now he's in the NHL, you know, all that, 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 that. Uh, uh, ice surface size and everything and now is it too late to send him down i think so i think it should have been it's last ever year. too late man you know what it is it's if i don't think it's ever too what late. if it what? goes bad what if it goes bad what if it goes bad here well i think it's not as bad as if it goes bad in the hl yeah, the only but, thing is is the only thing is that he could it could affect his confidence if you send him to Laval because he might think, hold on a second, a second like a year ago they thought I was good enough for the National Hockey League. One year later, yeah. they think I'm I'm only Laval ready and I've worked on my game so much. But he's got a hard time handling the puck. Uh, his head is down a lot. Mm -hmm. He gets tagged. Yeah. Um, last year. He was a little sluggish in his movements, I found. This year, he dropped about 10, 11 pounds, which I think will make him better. Uh, let's go with 15. 15, yeah, eh? 14, 15, yeah. Oh, Good yeah, for yeah. Him. You, you, you can see just by you know looking at him. But his biggest strength, I think, it's his confidence. And anyone who talked to him last year was so refreshing to hear that big smiling guy who was so confident and in, in himself so it, it would be 
a disaster if he loses that confidence. So to me, that's I I wouldn't take that that chance. But it's, it's look, just me, look, right? Let's let's be honest here, okay? The kid went from playing where he was playing to the best hockey league in the world at 18 years of age. I mean. You know, the guys that get drafted first overall that fit like a glove when they enter the National Hockey League, they're phenoms. Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Austin Matthews, uh, Connor McDavid, McDavid, Alexander Ovechkin, you know, guys that are drafted second overall. Tavares was drafted first and Hemming was drafted second. And, you know, Evgeny Malkin was drafted second. I mean, we're, we're talking about phenomenal players. Slavkovsky's not in that category. He's not. He's, he's not, not he, he's not in the category of guys that were just probably busts or not very good. He's not in the category of franchise players. He's somewhere in between to start his but, NHL career. He's going to need time. But I still think he's going to be a very good player. I mean, to to reach the you know, the, the great player thing, it's it's a big step, but I think I still think he's going to be very good. He, he's got all the assets and he's got the confidence. Look, I, I I lost you there for a second. I lost you. Hold on a second. Oh, something here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I lost you. All right, he's going to come back. And I was going to tell him, and I'll say this, and hopefully he's going to be back by the time I say it, that I know that this isn't always the case because there's some guys that had great junior careers, and then they get to the National Hockey League, and they just weren't able to put it all together for a couple of reasons. Some... I'm sorry. Mentally, no. I was just saying that um, when a young player makes the National Hockey League, some of them they can't put it all together. Like the success they had before the NHL just doesn't translate at the National Hockey League level. Nail Yakupov, correct. Um, Alexander Daigle. Uh, so, some, some, it doesn't. Whether it's it's the mental game, whether it's just you know, you could be a dominant player in junior, but you know what? That's that's that was your ceiling. You don't have more than that. But having said all that, I don't believe that players can have career years and do exceptional things, and it's kind of like fluke or it's a one-off, and they can't like what Slavkowski was able to accomplish. And you go back and you watch behind the scenes on Haps Television or wherever it was where Nick Brobrov is talking to the rest of the scouts and he's trying to tell them what Slavkovsky accomplished at the World Championships and at the Olympics at his age compared to other players who were that age and played on that stage over the history of time. you, You can't do that by fluke. You can say, of course, and I think I think this is some of it. He was so physically mature that he was he was dominant for a period of time. And I don't think he'll ever be that dominant in the National Hockey League. But I believe that Yuri Slavkovsky will score 30 goals in the National Hockey League. Oh, 30 goals is a lot. But it's another example. You know, it shows how big of a step it is. Well, Brendan Gallagher scored 30, Yuri Slavkovsky will score 32. I mean, I'm... You know what? Let's put a twelve pack of Bitetsi on that. Well, that, that's that's going to do you. All, that's going to do you a lot of good. You're supposed to pick up this twelve pack six months ago. Let's go with twenty four then. Let's go with twenty four. Okay, so in the next five years, 
in the next five years, one, two, three, four, five. Sounds, I mean, sounds fair. I'll take that. Okay, let's go. Lots of witnesses. But, you know, the, the, there's I'll the steps that. are so big between every level. Look, 19, I mean, 20, 21, 22. As a 23-year-old, okay, maybe as a 24-year-old, but I, you know, I took the bet already, so I, mean, I yeah, would have been more comfortable back. with. I would have been more comfortable with six years, but you I'll know take what? five. Let's go with six. We'll go with six. Go with six. At 24, perfect. Okay, but yeah, so that every time I hear, you know, he, he was dominant, and I know it's not the same because Slavkovsky was playing against the men, but I, I keep on thinking about Corey Locke. He was the best player in. In the country was scoring like yeah, hundreds but, and yeah, hundreds. but Corey Locke was five foot eight. This guy's Jack the Giant. Killer. I know this guy's it's like not six the foot same. four and a half. No, and uh, but it, just to tell you how big of a step it is, and because when you were saying, I don't think he's going to be as dominant as he was in the NHL. I mean, it's it's not even close to compare. So we'll we'll see we'll see. But now I'm thirsty. Yeah, go ahead. Take a sip. By the way, I wrote it down, and I think we're going to put it as a poll. I think we're going to put it as a poll. Okay. So in yellow and Sammy at master control, if you can, in the next six seasons, will Uri Slavkovsky have a 30-goal season? Tony Marinaro says yes. Marc-Andre Perot says no. We can put it out there, and we'll ask people what they think. And then maybe we'll have already an idea by the end of the show where people are going. But I'm going to go with that. Yeah, in the next six seasons, Yuri Slavkovsky will have a 30-goal season. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because the kid, the, he deserves it. And I would so be more than happy. Okay, so don't forget. And I know that one doesn't mean anything compared to the other. Okay. But don't forget that one, two, three... In his third and a half season, Alex Galchenyuk scored 30. Yeah, but <laughs> I knew you would, you know, bring something like that up. Do you remember how he scored this? I mean, I think he scored like 10 in the last uh, 15 games that meant nothing. So they, they count, my friend. They count. I know. I know. I mean, no one can take these 30 goals away from Galchenyuk. But, I mean, let, let's hope when... Slavkovsky will score 30 goals. It's going to be in another, uh, you know, uh, it's not going to be in a losing season. But it, it, it's funny because I, I talked with your friend, you say this year about Galchenyuk, because, uh, you know, Jared Davidson scored three goals yeah. yesterday. Uh, New yeah, Hook Jared scored. Davidson scored three goals. Yeah. Hey, Newhook looked good. Did you see him flying through the neutral yeah, zone? He, and, yeah. He's, he's very fast. Uh, Caulfield scored two, which is very good. But then I, I was like, just keep in mind, it's, I mean, it's, it's fun to, to get excited, but it's so early because I remember that year, Galchenyuk scored yeah. uh, 30 goals. He had a, like training camp. He was playing with Lars Eller and yeah. Alexander Semin. Yeah, and uh, white we're, against red. We're over. We're over seventy. Uh, seventy votes already. Hey, by the way, we're over seventy. We just oh, yeah? did this a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the score so far? Uh, I'm gonna bring it up right now. It's yes, sixty-five. No, thirty-five. Okay, okay. I like that. But anyways, <laughs> so there's that game, uh, white against red, 
And that line, Galchenyuk, he had like two goals, one assist. Eller had like one goal and three assists. Semin had uh, two assists. So, I mean, and everybody was like, okay, that's, that's a line. We're going to have fun watching this line. By like mid-December, Alexander Simon was not even playing yeah. with Montreal anymore. So it just you know, keep in mind that it's. I mean, it's it's early. It's fun to see guys scoring goals, but let's yeah. not get too excited at this point. Okay, so I'll tell you why I chose him to score thirty. Okay, tell me why. All right, so take a look at who has scored thirty goals for the Montreal Canadiens in the last ten years. Okay, Max Pacioretty. Brendan Gallagher, Alex Galchenyuk, Caulfield. Uh, oh well, no, Caulfield. No, well, he hasn't hit no. thirty yet. But, okay, but yeah, yeah, I, but he, he, no, yeah. no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he did not. But uh, you know, he had forty-eight goals since Marty Saint Louis took over and all that stuff. And okay, they're players that played on the power play. Yep. And I don't know if Slavkovsky is going to play first unit power play but he's going to play on the power play for the Montreal Canadiens in the next six years, because take a look at what they have in the prospect pool at the forward position. They have Slavkowski and they have, so pardon me. So at at the national hockey league level, they have Suzuki, they have Caulfield, they have Newhook, they have Kirby doc. Who do you think? Just by the way, who do you take doc or Slavkowski? If you have a choice, if you have the choice, let's hear at the draft. And you have the choice between these two. Who do you take? Uh, you would take Doc because he's a centerman. That's right. That's, no, that's the only reason. Well, center carries a lot more value than a winger. Yeah. Well, yes, but yeah. I was just, I was just curious. It's, I think it's a fair question. So, so, so now you take a look at uh, Logan Mayu, Lane Hudson on the back end, maybe Gooley. I believe that Slavkowski will play on an offensive team for an offensive coach with offensive players, and he's going to be on one of the two power play units. In front of the net, probably? Well, because they don't have anyone else with his size besides Doc that can park himself there. Josh Anderson? but Yeah, I don't know about Josh Anderson. Me neither, but... He's got the potential to be the guy you're like, whoa, every game, but yeah. it's not the case. But yeah, but we've been hearing that for a few years. Yeah, but I, I, I know, look, I like him. He's a good player. Yeah, he is like very good. Very good. I just don't think he can be like 82 games the way he plays. Because, you know, you're not Brandon Gallagher. So there's not a lot of Brandon Gallagher, I should say. So, but, you know, that. Type of hockey he's playing, I, 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 you know, I guess it's just normal. But 120 votes so far. Will Slavkowski have a 30 goal season in the next six season? 69 percent, yes. 31 percent. Oh, you're All right. okay. So you're 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 you got yeah, the crowd but, with you. Well, you have to understand one thing too. Okay, uh, those who are on YouTube Live right now, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, those who are watching our show, they're diehard Montreal Canadiens fans. They're diehard Montreal Canadiens fans. They want their players to do well. They take it personally. 
if I would have said that he'll score 40 goals in the next six seasons, I'd probably still be leaning this poll. Do you understand what I'm trying to get at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So let's let's. Which you know. is a good thing. I mean, in, in my point of view, I, I, I think he, it's going to be more like a 25-40. 25 goals, 40 assists. That's his potential. But, you know. I, look, you know, you, you see him as a guy who's going to pick up more assists than goals. Yeah. I, I think he could end up being a guy who's going to end up picking up more goals than assists. Interesting. Interesting. I Look, look, you know, you usually end up getting more assists than goals, but the under, you understand what I'm trying to say, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I think that he'll be, I don't know about his ability to pass the puck. I don't know about his ability to pass the puck. But I think with his size, he's going to have to go get the puck. He's going to have okay. that, maybe that first shot and, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, we'll see. He, again, he is You so know, he's young. really good he's at camp, so eh? Speaking of a big player, Big, strong, reach skater. He's a defenseman, Logan Mayu. He's he's better than his first game at the rookie camp, that's for sure. He's yeah, but you know what? That was a bad game. He got it out of his system. They yeah, played against yeah. a very good team. He was better the second game. His best game came in the third game. Mm-hmm. And at camp, two goals, this guy was really good. But again, he's not going to play in Montreal to start the season. Like, I don't think so either, but you know what? This guy it. goes out there and... No, no, Tony, he, he hasn't played like 100 games in the last three years. No, no, I don't think he will. It's, I I, it's, I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on it, but it's encouraging. Oh, yeah, that's for sure encouraging. But, I mean, it, I, I think it would not... Who am I to say that? But I don't think it would be a good decision to, you know, put in NHL right away, like, Go play some games. Go get some big minutes. There's no rush. There's no rush. Like there was no rush with Slavkovsky last year. Yeah. Like there was no rush with KK. Like there's no rush. Like you're okay. you're not a contender who needs like a Connor Bedard or a Connor McDavid. It's not that. So just get some minutes. All right. So uh, Agnello and Sammy, a master control, letting me know, of course, that the poll is up and uh, that you can vote uh, directly on YouTube Live. And uh, I, I think we're going to be able to put it up on Twitter as well, and we should get a lot of action, a lot of engagement there. So we'll keep you posted as we go along. And maybe Agnello and Sammy, it's already on Twitter. Uh, maybe we can keep it up there, who knows, for maybe a couple, 24 hours at least, maybe even a little bit more. But anyway, uh, let's move on. So we started this whole thing with Brendan Gallagher, and I said that Grant McCann played the whole process yeah. of elimination thing. And because of that, he saw Gallagher maybe on a first line. Well, Gallagher today was with uh, Owen Beck and Raphael RV-Pinard. So Raphael RV-Pinard at left wing, Gallagher at right wing, Mm -hmm. and Owen Beck in between them. Owen Beck in between them, if he makes the team, it's either him or Evans, you would think. It could be Elias Anderson. But... If these lines are somewhat indicative of where Marty St. Louis sees them, and they're probably not, by the way, because they have Heinemann on the first line, they have Roy on the second, so they might be, they might mm-hmm. not. But if they're indicative of what St. Louis is thinking, are Raphael Arvey Pinard and Brendan Gallagher two kind of carbon, carbon copy players going to play together? And if so, does this indicate that they're going to be on the fourth line? That's a possibility. But I mean, 
who who do you put on the first line with uh, Suzuki and Caulfield? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Who do you put? I'm, I mean, I, Kirby Doc for me. He was so good with them. It's when funny he, you say this because I used to get mad at JC last year when he used to say it because JC used to say he's not a centerman. Okay, I'm not saying he's not a centerman. But. So, 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 correct. So, I, I want to say this: I believe he has what it takes to be a centerman, but I think he's so much better than anyone else on right wing on that line mm-hmm. that the drop off between him and another right winger. Yeah, is a lot more than the drop off would be if you don't have him at center and you put a Monahan or a new hook at center. He he fits so perfectly with them, and we saw Josh Anderson few games I think with with them, and it was just not working. Uh, Rafael George Arginal. George Larac told me when was it last night, and uh, and even earlier today when I dropped by BPM Spar, George Larac sees Anderson there full time, and I said to George, George, I don't see it. I understand why you want him there because he's big, he's strong, he can open up some room for two smaller players, and should something happen, he won't shy away, he'll defend them. Mm-hmm. I get all that. But with Anderson, you got something by putting him there, but you lose out on something else. I don't think Anderson has the hockey IQ to play with Suzuki and Caulfield. Um, I'm... I'm not so sure. Like he's, he's got tools for sure. And he's got a skill set. He's more of a North South player. Those guys are more East West players, but I don't think they see the game or think the game at the same level. So it can cause their game to be off a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised. Two things. One, Anderson's their line mate on the road where you don't have the last line change. And the games get a little bit rougher. No, Tony. Or it's, two, that we're going to see that. everybody with those guys this year. You, you can't, you can't play that game. That you know, on the road, it's one guy at home. It's, I mean, it's your first line. You have to be serious. I mean, it's it, it's your first line. Yeah, like, but do they have with you know, with the exception of Doc, do they have a first line right winger for that line? Well, again, and I. I you know, I got an argument with, with Maxime Lapierre because he was saying, you know, Harvey Pinard on the first line and Harvey Pinard. And I was like, ah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't. But the, he's, you know, you have to be honest with the guy and you have to recognize that, you know, how hard he, he has worked. And to me, he's an option. You have to put it 
put him at least in the option list. So that's I, I love Harvey Pinard, and he played great last year. But you know, like he I know, is, I know, who, he I is who he is. Like let's I get not it. be fooled by thinking that this guy is. I get it. And and some are going to say that Burroughs played with the Sedins, okay. and you don't necessarily have to be a great player or have a great skill set. I get that too, but I think we'd be doing. Raphael RV Pinard a big disservice by putting him on that first line How with the pressure that, that comes with the, with the pressure that comes with it right away. Stop it. You, that's stop it, Tony. It's it you're not. It it I mean, you're 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 give, you're you're doing him a favor. It's not a it whatever you call it in English. Like, uh, how do you say that? You give it's a favor. Yeah, like it's yeah, obviously it would be a favor, but. Okay, so let's say you have the choice between Josh Anderson and Rafael Arvipinard from what you have seen last year, because both played with them. From what I saw last year, it's Rafael Arvipinard, but okay. I don't think Rafael Arvipinard will be able to replicate what he did a year ago. Well, okay, so he's, he's going to have to. They were one of the worst teams in the league last yeah, year. Yeah, they I... did some catching from behind. The games didn't mean all that much. They were kind of loosey goosey. Oh, okay. Look, so I'd, now I'd, the Galchenyuk I... thirty goals thing. Now it's. Uh... I, I'd love for him to be able to prove me wrong. But uh, like ten minutes ago, you said that that Galchenyuk. No, no, I stick back. I stick by what I said. At the end of the day, a goal is a goal. Like I give him, he scored the goals. Like I'm not going to take the goals away from him. Okay, I'm just telling you, I don't think he's going to be able to. And Galchenyuk never replicated what he did here when he scored thirty oh, goals. Okay. I don't but, think Rafael Arvi Pinard this season is going to score at the pace that he did a year ago. Probably not. But ju just to you know, to be clear, my question was more: Who do you choose between? Anderson and Harvey Pinard, if if that's the question. RV Pinard at home and Anderson on the road, if I had to. You're going to tell me I can't split them. I get it. No, I just don't I think don't it's th serious. I don't think they have anyone who's consistent enough to be on that line day in, day out, without breaking it up, unless his name is Kirby Doc. But if Jeff Gorton and Kent Hughes and Marty St. Louis see Kirby Doc as a centerman, who could be a centerman that can insulate and support Nick Suzuki, who could possibly have the potential to supplant Nick Suzuki and maybe end up being the Montreal Canadiens' number one centerman in the next couple of years, maybe. And if he's not, he'll be number two, and there's no problem. Well, if have they a lot really of see there. him as a centerman, we can forget this whole him on the wing talk. I mean... Yeah, you have a lot of centermen, but Dvorak's going to be traded within a year. Okay, but and Monaghan yeah. will be traded before the deadline. So do you okay. really have a lot of sentiment? Well, you have, you know, coming, you have Owen Beck, you have Newhook. Uh, Owen Beck doesn't have offense to his game. No, but if he wins a role on this team, it's going to be to replace Jake Evans. He'll be a fourth liner. No, he's going to be a third line. Okay, we, we agree on that. So you have Suzuki. Where do you put yeah. Newhook? Like, okay. Maybe, I mean, I, like, obviously it's like, you know, we're, Thinking ahead, but I'm just I'm if just Suzuki's saying that Suzuki's your first line centerman. Newhook cannot be your second. I I, I get it, but there, there was such a big difference Not to me between Kirby Doc playing wing with Caulfield and Suzuki. And he, he was Doc. unbelievable. He was at home. He was at home on that line. But he was unbelievable. So yeah, he was unbelievable. So now, I mean, what are you gonna do? So it's, I mean, it's, it's a good question. It's, uh, but to me, it's, it's just because you want him to be a centerman so bad, you're gonna, 
you know, because let's say they like these three guys, they they improve and they grow as expected. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a that's a pretty good first line for a lot of years. But the fact that you want Kirby Dog to be a centerman so bad, you're gonna break that. I don't know. 181 votes so far, 71% see Slavkowski having a 30-goal season in the first six years and 29% you know say no. I, 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 ex, you know, I allowed you to go with six years, so I, I think to be fair, it should be 30 bottles for me and 24 for you. I'll take that. No problem. Okay. Don't worry okay. about it. Yeah, that, the, the Negotiating deals is never a problem with me. I love it. Okay. Um, hold on a second because people are asking for it. Yes, roots. Give myself a little bit of a wake-up call here. Oh. Okay. Is it vodka? I'm ready to go. It's water, water, vodka. Okay. If it was vodka, you think I would be spraying it all over myself? I'd be drinking it. I mean, rich yeah. people, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. If somebody wants to send over a bottle of vodka, by the way, by all means, you can do so. Um, you know, I, uh, I accept gifts by the way, and okay. cash, no matter. Yeah. If you want, if you appreciate the show, if, uh, there's uh, someone who's a little bit older in age right now and doesn't have uh, anyone to leave anything to in terms of their uh, will and final testimony, should they have a condo in Florida and they find that I, I brought joy to their life when I was on the radio before on TV now and with the podcast, if they want to leave me in their final will and testament. Uh, I'd be uh, very grateful. Thank you. Would you split with me like 50-50? And who are you? When it comes to this stuff, the, nobody nobody sees any, looks anybody in the face. This yeah. is how arguments happen in the family. Okay. Yeah, uh, thank you. I think people no, just but, but saw your real like, nature. It, it, no, no, but it, it all depends here. I'm asking for it. You didn't ask for it. The second I asked for it, now you want in. Like, you want me to split a condo with you? What am I supposed to do? If, if I, I inherit a two-bedroom condo, you're going to get one room, I'm going to get the other? Is that the way? This is what we're going to do. If I inherit the condo, I'll give you 5% of the value. I'm hurt. Okay. Don't worry. I would invite you to my condo for free anytime you wanted to. Okay. Okay. Um, Emil Heinemann. Interesting. Interesting. Do you read anything into this? Uh, It's not just like flip a coin. Oh, it's Heinemann. We're going to put him there. I mean, there's reasons why they wanted to see him there. And I have to say, last year, I was kind of disappointed in him. And I'm not saying, like, again, to throw him under the bus, but it's more that I expected more from him, which is a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I I think he improved a lot in the last year. And they want to see what he can do with, like, high-skilled players. Yeah. He's not gonna start the season on the first line. Like that's it's not gonna happen. But it's they they did not just flip a coin and uh, put him there. Same with Joshua. Well, by the way, I spoke I, I with. I think the, it's a it's a it's a an audition for later. This is course. what I think it is for him and for Roy. And I I, I kind of like the fit, but uh, yeah, Joshua. Well, I've been told uh, this summer that there was no more. Uh, Pedzetta and Jake Evans with Joshua Hua, and I, I'm just saying two names. Like they, they wanted to see him with NHL players. Like that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. It makes. And, sense. By the way, you know what? So far, that's the case, and you know he's doing 
pretty good. We talked about this guy, that guy, this guy, and that guy. You know who I've wanted for like for who I really want to see on that number one line. I'm going to be in the minority here. Who? Well, and I think I think Hughes and Gordon want to see the same player that I want to see. They want to see Sean Monahan there because if Sean Monahan is going to get dealt, you're going to want him to rack up points. Oh, he's got. What are they doing right now? They're doing, they're doing asset management. They're trading players and acquiring but, draft picks. Hold on a second. He's going to have power play minutes. That's that's for sure. But if yeah. you put Kirby Doc Centerman, you want him to play with Monahan. You know, to take some some face off, and you know, because Monahan's a, a veteran and he understands. Well, he knows the game more. But he's going to have his minutes on the power play and he's gonna you know that that's the plan obviously you know with his contract one year i mean yeah. if he can you know have pretty much the same pace he was having last year yeah can you imagine what he's gonna what he's gonna cost so we're gonna get to one or two more points and then i think we're going to uh call it a night on this friday night okay um one is there was a beautiful picture of Florian and Arbor Jack. I, I don't know if you had a chance to see I it. I did not see it. But uh, their mom actually yeah. took to Twitter and said, you know, dreams really do come true. Thank you to Montreal oh, Canes for this picture. It's fantastic. Crazy story. Uh, that's number one. Number two, uh, Dr. Mulder. Uh, I, yeah. I, I saw this one coming because... Um, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This year, the Canadians are going to honor the 93 team that won the Cup 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's going to be somewhere in the, the, the 4th, 7th, 8th, 9th of November. I don't remember what it was. It's going to be in the first week or two of November, okay? And on that night that they're going to be honoring the 93 team, they're also going to pay tribute to Dr. Mulder, who after 60 years as team physician is stepping down. Isn't it crazy? 60 years as team physician. I don't know if I'm going to be able to live to age 60. He was 60 years with the Montreal Canadiens. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So congratulations to Dr. Mulder on, on truly a fantastic career, obviously. Amazing. Yeah. And the other bit of news is it's official. We talked about this one. We saw it coming from a mile away, but today it was made official. Michael Anlauer is the new owner of the Ottawa Senators. And I don't know if you had a chance to see his quote about his kids. I did not. Uh, it's one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Okay. He thanked his kids for allowing him to spend their inheritance to pursue his passion. <laughs> it was amazing. It was I mean, amazing. It was funny. The, the, it, it's funny, but the way the the sports team are increasing in value, I mean, I, I, I think they'll be fine to have their three meals a day. Yeah, and the former... <laughs> part owner of the Montreal Canadiens says my goal is to bring a Stanley Cup to Ottawa and I wonder uh, if this will spark a little bit of a rivalry between Montreal and Ottawa who had one once upon a time because they had faced each other in the playoffs on a couple of occasions 
yeah. uh, in the last 10 years or so. But uh, Michael Lauer is such a gentleman that you'd be hard to think that there's going to be a rivalry between him and Jeff Molson. But um, he we'll talked about I... Ottawa and Gatineau, which is I saw that. I saw pretty that. good because it's it's such a shame that the, the way the French fans in the Gatineau region have been treated in the last well i mean they they have just never been treated by the ottawa senators they they I, have they have felt neglected i mean and trust me i mean it's exactly the way west islanders feel about cf montreal like they feel like they've been totally totally alienated and cf montreal has never gone yeah to but, show them you know much love yeah but the the, the now what what it does is that you know pretty much everyone in the gatineau region is cheering for montreal so that's uh, wow Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be amazing, and it is going to be an amazing rivalry. Yeah. And uh, who knows Pierre Dorian's future in Ottawa? There's been a lot of rumblings, and usually where DJ Smith, where there's smoke, there's fire. DJ Smith as well, and will Patrick Roy one day be the head coach of the Ottawa Senators? And you're starting to think for Patrick that Ottawa might be the only place. Like you're starting to think that it could be that. Yeah. And and you know, I think Patrick maybe has. After winning the Memorial, I, I I think Patrick probably has another year left to get himself in the, a job in the National Hockey League. And if it doesn't happen in the next year, year and a half, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll it'll happen if it doesn't. So Yeah, we'll see. But uh, <coughs> DJ Smith is on uh, un siège ejectable. How do you say that? Yeah, he's on a, an ejectable chair. Yeah. He's on the hot seat. Hot seat, yeah. He's like, on the hot seat. He, he needs to win. Like, first... 10-15 games of the season will be crucial for him. Yeah, uh, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of people watching right now that think that uh, you're on the hot seat too, and it's, uh, it's you. It's, yeah, it's it's well, it's you that's hot on the seat. Oh, say it again. Yeah, you're you're very popular with uh, the uh, female uh, clientele that uh, watches the sick podcast. Hopefully, Agnello, with the male as well. I mean, I'm you know. Yeah, Agnello yeah. and uh, Agnello and I and uh, Sammy and. Uh, Uh, we went we went for supper earlier this evening as a matter of fact did you yeah and your name came up and then yellow said we we're talking about all the collaborators and then yellow said uh, mark andre is uh, very very popular with the females oh yeah. i'll take i'll take it <laughs> yeah we're thinking of having uh implementing we were talking about implementing different uh, segments into the show and stuff like that and your name came up and we're thinking of doing something kind of like tinder related segment <laughs> <laughs> I'll swipe you. Uh, I don't know what is it when you when you want the person. Is it you're left? supposed to swipe? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I've never been on the app. I but, would swipe uh, you left if my wife leaves me one day. Never say never. <laughs> hey, thanks for being a good sport and thanks for taking the time out of a Friday night because Friday my nights pleasure, are meant to relax. So with that said, I'm going to say goodbye to you and in about two minutes I'm going to be in the hot tub. Sure, my friend, Villa show South. me a we'll picture. Soon. All right, <laughs> ciao ya. ciao. All right, we'll talk to you soon. There you have it. Marc-André Perot, and once again, we're going to get back to the poll question before we do. Marinero reminding you that if you like the SICK podcast tonight, like it, share with your friends, comment SICK, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. Leave us a five-star review on Apple. It's very, very important for us that you do. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, comment SICK and hit the like button. Once again, the poll question is up on YouTube, and it's up on Twitter as well. In the next six seasons, will Yuri Slavkovsky have a 30-goal season? We are 229 votes in after 27 minutes on YouTube. I said yes. Marc-André Perot said no. 72% of you say yes. 
only 28% of you say no. And there you have it. All right, okay. So um, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of the night. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. I'll be in Florida. uh, And this is why I love the podcast world. And I love what I'm doing right now with my life. It gives me flexibility. Um, If I was hosting a three-hour radio show, I'm not so sure that during uh, the golf tournament and Canadians camp and the interest squad that um, I can go to Portugal for three weeks, come back for one week, and then leave for Florida for another week, and then maybe go to Israel, which I'm planning to in the Christmas season if everything goes well, and then going back to Portugal probably sometime in the month of May. And then, so it's, it's a beautiful thing, but I'll be, I'll be here. Um, Shane Gomo will be in on Monday. I'll be in on Tuesday. Matt O'Hane will be in on Wednesday. I'll be back on Thursday and Shane Gomo will be back again next Friday. And then I'm back and I won't take vacation for a while. At least I don't think so. I can't do it without all of you. This podcast is where it is because of you, my sick army my sick community for Agnello and Sammy at master control their Cavallaro. I'm Marinaro. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google play and Apple podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.